Jenny Lehman and Tyler Acomas. Forever, we thought wishbone quarterbacks were the guys that carried the ball a lot. This guy's got 180 rushes. It's a one-man show. I mean, this is a triple option team, okay? And it's just disguised as the spread. You got to tackle him. You got to make plays on him. I mean, it's a one-man show. Austin Stogner in the game at tight end. It's a pitch to Lamb. Toss back Basquin. He throws to Hurts. He's a one-man show. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts on the receiving end this time. Rush is back. Final hour hanging out at New uh, Riverwind Casino. Uh, stop in and see us. Bunch of great stuff going on. Always have great promotions going on throughout the casino. Done some renovation. Most of it is opened up now. Uh, looking really, really good here at Riverwind. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. The one-man show, old Jalen Hurts. Uh, they're in uh, Stillwater. That was a good game. That was a... That was a very, very dominant win, maybe their most dominant win of, of that season against a good, uh, pretty good Oklahoma State team. Um, yeah. And, but we uh, still don't know if Jalen Hurts is a Sooner quarterback or an Alabama quarterback. Well, we got about 80-20, maybe closer to 70-30 is, yeah, he's a Sooner. And 30% of, oh, he just doesn't feel like it. I'm sorry. I can't see it any other way. But what if, because <laughs> I do think that this is on the table right now. What if Jalen Hurts becomes the best former Sooner quarterback in the NFL? Like, as it sits right, like, don't you think that he's on, like, somewhat of a decent track to hold that honor at some point? I mean, the guy might play in a Super Bowl um, this year. Yeah. Who holds that now? Um, that's, well, that's, that's a great question. Maybe the text line can help us out with that. Kyler was having a great year last year and was like the favorite for MVP before it kind of, you know, fell off a little bit. Um, maybe, maybe it's still, I mean, Baker won a, Baker won a playoff game. Um, I guess Sam never did. Which I think we talked about it at the, at the time, like. We, we couldn't rem- – I don't think that – I think that he was maybe the first to win a a playoff game, at least like in in, in the modern era, I think, right? I Am can't, I saying that well, right? Well, yeah, I can't think of anyone else that's that's won um, a game in the NFL as a starting quarterback in the modern era. That's, that's what you're talking about, yeah. So, Jalen Hurts hasn't right. – because he, he hasn't won a playoff game this year. They've had a bye, but had the – Best record in the NFC. We'll see if he's the MVP or not. Like he's, if he keeps this up, he's going to have a really good claim to it, which is crazy. Yeah, and you know, there's quite a few people think that the Giants are just not all that good, and they're going to be massively outmatched in this game. And I, I think I agree with that for the most part. But you know, I never know. I think I don't know that there's a, a good necessarily a strict formula to it like some teams i think are okay after a bye like kansas city i think is going to be fantastic after a bye um i don't know with philly like i don't know the mentality of that team don't know enough about the the coaching staff like do you want to buy before your quarterback's first ever playoff start i 
I don't know. I don't know these things, and I don't know how they what they mean going into the game. Text line says. I think they're the better football team, but it's not always just as easy as that. Yeah, text line says uh, Troy Aikman, LOL. I, I don't count Troy Aikman. Didn't finish his career here. Yeah. Well, he played, what, half, three quarters of a season? Uh, and then, yeah, 1985. He didn't even play half the season in 1985. What broke his leg in that game, then he was off. Yeah, to like UCLA. the first four games or something. Right. Here, here's the quarterbacks yeah. that have been drafted recently. Uh, obviously, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Landry Jones, Sam Bradford, Josh Heupel. Um, then we got to go back to the 80s. We're talking about J.C. Watts, Dave Baker in '59. Jimmy Harris, I think, had a really good career. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now. Um, he, yeah, he, he, I think he played for the Colts, right? He played for the Eagles, I think was his best Eagles. Uh, his best tenure in the league. So he may be – I think he was a quarterback when he was still with the Eagles. Anyway, he may have the best – the point is is that Jalen Hurts is on a really good pace to be that guy. The, I, I think Jimmy Harris never lost a high school game, never lost a college game. And I think he, I think he, he did won all some really twenty five starts. He won all twenty five starts at OU. So I don't know about high school, but yeah. it, it, that is true about OU. Yeah, crazy. He came and talked to us whenever I was a. I think it was. Pro, I think it was the spring before my sophomore year. I think, or maybe it was the summer before two thousand. Yeah. He came and talked to he us. He was a. He was. He played uh, defensive back in the NFL. So. It's looking even more like Jalen Hurts gotcha. now. Well, he ain't won it yet. He well, ain't won it yet. <laughs> well, who is it right now then? Is it Baker Mayfield because he won a playoff game in Cleveland of all places? Yeah. Yeah. Against the Steelers and God would have beat the would have beat the Chiefs Crazy in rule. Kansas City. Oh, who was it that fumbled diving into the end zone? It wasn't like Jarvis Landry. I, I don't remember who it was. Um, in Joku oh, or something like that. Had him, had him beat. That's crazy. Play, uh, Blake Bell has a Super Bowl ring. All right, well, maybe it's Blake Bell for now since he does have a Super Bowl ring, even though it's not at quarterback. A tight end. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I, that's just the uh, – not, well, not Lane, Johnson, Lane Johnson has a Super Bowl ring. He was a – Quarterback in junior college before he transferred to Oklahoma. Correct. That should count. It's not the least likely count. candidate. I just never would have thought that, you know, a few years after he leaves OU, we might be saying, yeah, he's the greatest sooner, to, like in terms of NFL success, the greatest OU quarterback ever. That's wild to me. So, come well, on. We don't want that to happen. What I, I, I want, I want Jalen to do well. I'm not rooting against him, but I. We need another quarterback to do well in the NFL. Jackson right? Arnold, come we don't on, want dude. Our wa- Live up to expectations. Yeah. Let's go. Look, Kyler. Let's go, Kyler. Let's go, Baker. Baker's not done yet. We just we we don't want a one year rental to be our like our <laughs> NFL claim at quarterback. <laughs> Seriously, man, that might claim Alabama seventy five percent of the time. But I yeah. I, I think uh, Jalen will notch his first playoff win this weekend. Danny Dimes looked great in Minnesota, but I don't trust Danny Dimes to have a performance like that again. We'll see. 
I don't necessarily uh, I not not try. Like he's had a he's had a fairly solid season. They got a good all around team. It's going to be uh, listen. I I favor Philly, Philly, and Kansas City. I think have the chance to be the two kind of breakaway games, but I I I think there's a, a decent likelihood that this ends up being a really good game the the giants philly game and uh outside chance that the giants can win it i i can't it's hard for me to find a scenario that jacksonville goes into kansas city and wins a playoff yeah. game what's the game of the especially week? after how they start off against the Chargers? what's the game of the weekend Bengals, bills or cowboys niners um Bengals are missing like three offensive linemen going into this game but the bills have just looked sloppy recently Josh Allen just hasn't played his best ball. I think it's San Francisco and Dallas. Mm. You think a 10-point win by Dallas. That's the final game of the weekend, right? You think a 10-point win by Dallas is going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. All right. Get Uh, down with that. I don't – I'm – I'll tell you what worries me for Dallas. Um, There are really no holes – it, like San Francisco is a really solid all-around football team, and I think the fact that they have Brock Purdy at quarterback makes it harder to defend San Francisco's offense because they are—they're just naturally going to be way more creative, not necessarily more difficult, but they're going to find creative gadget ways to get the ball into their playmakers hands and they've got them all over the place like they line up with their guys at like you can have your wide receiver as a legitimate running back and your running back as a legitimate wide receiver they're going to throw all kinds of things at at dallas it's a far cry from like you know what you're going to get with brady in tampa bay he's going to be in the pocket you can attack the pocket and if you can get to him, get some pressure on him, they've had problems with their offensive line, you know, he becomes really average. But the offensive line for San Francisco is legit, and they got playmakers all over the place, and you're going to be on your heels trying to figure out how to adjust to them. I think, I think Dallas is it's going to be a tough game for them. No, it will. But, um, but I they just, got the chance. I just said I don't think Daniel Jones can recreate that performance after his best game of his career. Dak. Or yeah. as Jerry likes to say, uh, Dax just had his best game of his career. <laughs> Should I expect Dak yeah. to recreate that performance? I mean, I, I I think he's a better player than Daniel Jones, but that's a hard place to get to against no. a team like the Niners. Listen, Tampa Bay just was not a very good football team. I mean, they just they just weren't very good. They had a losing record. They're in a terrible division is the only reason they're even in the playoffs. Um, Brady visibly frustrated all season. You know, he, he's still dangerous. Obviously, we all know that. But, you know, they just they don't have – they didn't have much of a pass rush. It's just – they're just not a good football team. They are a middle-of-the-road football team at best. And they just kind of found themselves in the playoffs. Yeah. San Francisco is a totally different animal. Yeah. Childish take so on. I don't expect Dax to have his best game of the year. Childish take on Jalen Hurts. Shame on both of you. Trying to figure out what that was. Think we just. I'll, said, I'll accept it. Think we just said he was the best quarterback OU's had in league history. Maybe. Uh, all right. 
<laughs> well, it's probably that I'm saying that, well, you don't want your, your best oh, okay. NFL gotcha. quarterback to be a one-year rental guy from Alabama. Um, relax, Francis, is about all I can say. Will we count? And yeah, it's childish. The in, Welcome to the show, new listener. Uh, the entire uh, broadcast is childish every single day. Well, at least... Whenever I'm on air. Just wait till the uh, audio clip I play at 530 and what that sounds like. Uh, will we count Caleb <laughs> Williams in a few years? No. God, I didn't even think about that one. No. <laughs> the future number one overall pick. No. No counting Caleb Williams around here. Uh, Man, don't you just know how it works, too? I, he's he's going to get drafted by, like, the Green Bay Packers or something, and – he he's gonna be in the Super Bowl every year, and we're gonna have to sit and watch it. Gosh, I'm not <laughs> watching the NFL for year. ten to twelve years while he's in the league. <laughs> if that happens, I can't do it. Uh, we will wow. be rooting on well, a one year rental if that happens in the NFC. If he goes to Green Bay, let's go, Jalen Hurts. I know some of you don't love it, but yeah. uh, come on, let's go. I don't know why I said Green Bay. I was just throwing out some random team. I don't know where he's going to end up. but You know what's weird? If he were to go got- to Green Bay, like the kid paints his fingernails, and he still wouldn't be as weird as the current quarterback that's there. It's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Nicely done by you. Thank you. Uh, I've, been, I've been sitting on that well, joke all day long, hoping you'd bring up the Packers. So I'm glad we got there, 5 o'clock. Caleb Williams is – He's going to be perfect for the NFL because I, he's going to be an effective runner, and you can't you can't touch the quarterback in the NFL. And he's 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 a smaller guy. He's he's really lean, lean, and I I don't know how how durable he is. But in the NFL, where you can't touch the quarterback, and you get fined twenty five thousand dollars. He's going to be. He's going to be the ultimate oh. player oh. that can scramble all over the place, and you just you can't touch him. And he'll be the golden child. It's going to be he, a disaster. He'll be the golden child when he rolls into the league. You know that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. By the way, he Get was uh, no 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 shock here. He was listed on ESPN's college football way too early. Twenty twenty three All American team, first teamer at quarterback. Caleb Williams at QB. Blake Quorum at running back from Michigan. Quinshawn Judkins at Ole Miss at running back. He's really good. Then you got Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, a wide receiver from Washington. Brock Bowers at Georgia. There was uh, no OU player, no OU player found on this way too early um, Big Twelve or uh, All American list. I did see a couple of Big Twelve guys though. Interestingly enough, on the offensive line, Zach Frazier, a West Virginia center, and Cooper Beebe, that big old guard they have at Kansas State. Yeah. Yeah, no shock there, and that's good. I think that's a good thing that we don't have have anyone on any of those way too early or preseason watch list or whatever that is. And, and we, we, we may have some on by the time the season rolls around, but I think it think it'll do this team a little bit of good to have an off season in anonymity to put your put your nose down, grind it out, develop, get better don't have a bunch of distraction and outside noise they had because there was a bunch of that last year yeah there was travis hunter was listed on here uh colorado newcomer as like an all-purpose player 
Yeah. I watched that bowl game uh, Jackson State had, and they literally would just throw up jump balls to him, and he'd be a lockdown corner for him as well. It worked out quite well. They yeah. lost that game, but yeah, he's a good player. And then Jared Verse was listed as a way too early All American at defensive end, which surprises no OU fans. Right. Well, no, he's he's going to be a stud, and yeah, I I don't know, man. That's that's interesting with uh, with Colorado, because I, I don't know. Obviously, the Hunter kid's unbelievable, and I'm interested to see how Sanders does that at quarterback. Uh, and, you know, they've brought in so many guys from the transfer portal. It's going to take me a while to kind of digest what all has happened at Colorado. And even, even I don't even, I have no idea to know what they're going to be as a football team. Like, it's going to be difficult, even if you're the type of caliber player that Travis Hunter is, it's going to be difficult to make a All-America team if you are on a, you know, a three and nine football sure. team. Well, but I I don't know. Maybe what, they win a bunch of games. I just don't know. I don't know what type of team they're going to be next year either. But they better figure it out in the month of September because here's who they play in the month of September: at TCU, Nebraska at home, Colorado State at home, at Oregon, USC. It's their first five weeks. Woo! I know USC won double Dang. digit games. I know TCU won double digit games. I think Oregon, I think, did they win double-digit games as well? If so, that's three of your first five opponents won double-digit games last year. Man. Uh, Thank you, Athletic Director, for basically just uh, putting our bad football team for sale out there on the (laughs) non-conference schedule. Seriously. We'll take anyone. Here's the price. Pay up, we'll play anyone you want. We don't care about wins or losses. We just want some inflow of cash. Like even your easiest wow. game, Colorado State, they weren't great last year, but you know, it's a rivalry game. Who knows what happens? Man, that's that's brutal. That yeah. That look for that to change rather quickly. That'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh if they feel like they're gonna start to, to make a run at things. They are going to schedule some cupcakes in there to get that win-loss record up. So they'll keep Nebraska right, on the schedule out. then, is, is what you're saying. <laughs> that, hey, that's the one thing you can't do as rule, right? You can't lose to Colorado. Uh, you're gonna get yeah, a, I think you'll get yeah. a pass on what your win-loss record is for year one. I mean, there's going to be some expectations there. Just That's what happens. But don't, don't lose to Deion Sanders, as bad as Colorado's been for as long as they've been. That's going to make some people mad. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. Football is here, and your home for the best Sooner coverage statewide is the ref. From the booth to the sidelines and beyond, our guys are there. The OU football talk you crave is right here. On your home for Sooner fans, the ref. Bringing you the final hour. I don't know how you spent your break, but uh, I spent mine laughing at this text. You joked last segment about Caleb Williams uh, going to Green Bay and playing there and being a star, and this text from the 405 says, yeah, probably not very good shopping in Green Bay, though. (laughs) Right. It's a good point. Uh, Still funny. Not very good shopping. For those of you that don't get that, I mean, we, we do mention that quite a bit. There's basically an article last offseason that he cited shopping as a reason why he decided to go to USC. So now you're in on the joke. 
Is he the only person left on the planet that doesn't shop on their phone? I was the only other one last weekend. We really? uh, yeah, we went to Penn Square Mall to find like um sort of like a formal event, so I was trying to find some nice pants to match the the, the sport coat, the blazer, the you know, sport coat really. Um Yeah. And I walked into the mall and it took me all of about 30 seconds to say, "Why in the hell are we here? What is the point of this place? Why would I ever come? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's awful, man." Like, going to the mall as a kid used to be cool, especially those of you that grew up in the 80s, right? Um, the mall is right. a nightmare. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. You, you could give well, me $100 every time I, I, I wouldn't do it. It's, it's, it's terrible. Well, here's the reason. Like, it was cool. It was only cool because that's where everyone else went. And to get any type of social interaction, you had to go somewhere where other people were. So as kids, as teenagers or whatever, that's that's where you did it. Now you can do all that and keep up with everyone on social media and hunker down in your house and, and play video games. And I, I, I don't know. The convenience of being able to pick up my phone and order whatever it is that I want and have it to my house, usually within 48 hours, I at the most maybe a week, unless there's like some delays in something going on. But it's incredibly convenient. But I don't think I can, I don't think my cell phone has made my life any better. In fact, I can point to several ways that it's made it massively worse. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. So it's like the online shopping. I mean, I understand about the the shopping stuff. It's like, yeah, I laugh at it, but like I would never go shopping. But the thought of being able to go do something that doesn't require me to stare at my phone is actually uh sounds kind of cool. And I think that we would well at least I would acknowledge that doing your Christmas shopping solely with Amazon is a part of the problem and I, and I recognize that that yeah, I'm a part of the problem, mm-hmm. but it's just so so easy. I I just wish man that we could go back to 2003 and Jason White is asking like the defensive guys or his skill players like hey you guys want to go shopping this afternoon? Does that sound like fun? I wish I could see the response from you guys if you would have ever said that. Well, no one says, do you want to go shopping? They would say, hey, I'm going to run to the mall later. You want to go? Okay, yeah, I'll go. No one says, "We're go- you want to go shopping? That's what, Caleb, you know, that's that's what, what I'm saying. Say I, I think Caleb might say that in L.A. Hey, you guys want to go shopping for a bit? Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys feel like it? Um, I like this text, Tyler. I feel the same way about crossing the Red River. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's great. Uh, maybe Caleb Williams will open a nail salon instead of playing in the NFL, and we don't have to watch him. This one just says, "Is Porter's job in jeopardy?" I think the answer to that is no. 
I don't think, think so. I don't think it is. I don't think so, but, you know, you've – hmm. You know, basketball is interesting. It it doesn't seem like in basketball, aside from, you know, having a, a, a an old team, a bunch of seniors that have played together for a long time, aside from that, I, it's hard to really make any type of, of big-time change with just – style or system you got to have you got to have the players you know you got to have guys that can score you got to have you know you just you got to have the players like in football i think you can make a lot of headway with just the scheme and the system that you run right you can a coach can can manipulate the the pieces on the chessboard to put you in a really good position. I can't make the plays for you, as we've seen, but they can put you in really good positions. And I know you can do that in basketball, but I feel like basketball is like you just get the right one player and it can change absolutely everything for the program. Yeah. I, and like that's what I feel like that's what they need. Jay and Tolson, I think I agree and with I don't this. know how you get that. I think the likelihood of Porter leaving for a better gig is a hell of a lot higher than him ever getting fired. That's how I feel right now. And, and yeah. even last night when, uh, when Breen at Notre Dame announced that he was going to retire at the end of the year, a lot of people immediately were like, uh-oh, is Porter going to get a chance yeah. at that Notre Dame job? Um, Jeff Goodman tweeted out earlier today, might be tough for Oklahoma's Porter Moser to be a realistic target for Notre Dame. Moser's buyout is $9 million, drops to $6 million on April 1st. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea how he feels about Notre Dame. He is a Chicagoan, 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 I think. I think think you said it right the first time. (laughs) He's from Chicago. Uh, which is, too. you know, some decent proximity there. So, yeah, hey, I don't know. Um, I think I think he's an excellent coach. I think he's doing as good as he can with what he's got. You know, it's just it's been difficult to get, you know, elite talent in. It's hard. I frankly don't know much about the basketball recruiting world, and you know, I, it's it's probably. They got a Even good player. more difficult than it is in the football world. They got a but. good player coming in next year. He's a four-star that I think they just signed recently. I have this. Let me go back and find what their recruiting ranking is. Um, it's not like top ten or top fifteen or anything, but they they got a couple of uh, they they got one really good player coming in next year. I think he's from the Dallas area. I want to say That's good. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Do you think the we, I feel strongly, and I think most people do, that move, the move to the SEC is going to help football recruiting. What do you think it's going to like? I think it'll help baseball recruiting. Will it? I think it'll help track recruiting. Will it? Do you think it'll help basketball? 
Um, minimal. I, I think like, the Big Twelve is a better conference. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I would say minimal. If so, like just from the like the conference that you're in, I think way more with football and softball and some of the other sports that you just mentioned. I think it's what what's obvious here is what's going to help uh, recruiting. So if you're telling me that, how about this? Let's like connect these dots. The answer is yes. If the move to the SEC helps you get a new arena in town then I think absolutely the move to the SEC will help you in recruiting. Well, do you think the SEC is going to uh, right, change the structure of city government in Norman? Well, I just Maybe think, it does. I think, <laughs> they, I think they might come here for a game and say, yeah, we got to do something about this, like Ty Pennington style, and just like revamp the LNC or just build a new one on their own. They got the money for it. Right, that'd be awesome. I'd like to see the, the SEC build uh, OU a new arena. That would be that would be good. <laughs> Part of the new uh, the conference switch. They could even. We think we got that into the contract. They can even uh, call right, it. Let, they can even call it. Uh, it matters more arena on SEC court. They can name it whatever <laughs> they want. Uh, all right, quick timeout. Couple of segments left on a Friday. Keep hitting the text line six five one three four three nine. Hanging up at. Riverwind Casino today. Come out and check us out. The word is. Taking you into the weekend. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. It's time to fill up that stat sheet brought to you by Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Short drive, uh, go check them out in El Reno, DorseyJonesBuickGMC.com. Let's fill up the stat sheet with this. Um, two players, two former Sooners this weekend in the NFL. You fill up the stat sheet, tell me what the line is going to be for Jalen Hurts Saturday night against the Giants. I'll tell you what CeeDee Lamb's numbers are going to look like uh, Sunday night against the 49ers. Let's see. Hurts... Against the Giants, um, trying to pull up what he's kind of been averaging. Um, I think they're going to lean on the run. I think he'll have, uh, let's see, I think he'll be he'll be 15 of, 15 of 27 for 218 and a touchdown. And he'll add, he'll add forty-five yards on the ground in a touchdown. Oh, okay. So you think the Eagles win by ten to fourteen, judging by that line? Final score, final score, Eagles twenty-eight seventeen. Late touchdown by the Giants. Okay. So kind of interesting, but eh, not really. Uh, C.D. Lamb. Not really. Yeah. Huge touchdown on a fourth down. Uh, Monday night in the second half. CeeDee Lamb's going to have six catches for 90 yards and one touchdown. And if you'd like a final score attached to that, I'll give it to you. But six catches, 90 yards against a really good defense with one touchdown, one really big play. I think uh, our Dallas Cowboys are going to win this game 24-23. to Epic game, game of the weekend. Cowboys win, NFC Championship. Why? 
Why do you think they're going to win? Because um, just blind faith, Homer, now, when it comes. I-, I made the most ridiculous comment to my wife last night regarding the Dallas Cowboys. Because Monday, I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get invested. I've seen this before. And you basically had to tell me that they were going to play well and win, right? She was uh, bringing right. up the possibility of hosting a Super Bowl party at our house, which, I mean, that's a whole conversation in itself, whatever. But I said, well, hold on. Good friends and bad friends both invited to the party? Yes. At and the I same s- time? Or? And, and I said, well, hold on. What if the Cowboys are playing in the Super Bowl? And it took me all of about five seconds to say, you are an idiot. Seriously? You beat an old man at quarterback and a team that was below 500? No. You just think that you're going to the Super Bowl now so you can't host a party? God. Look at this guy. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you don't want to be a, you, you don't want to be that nervous wreck staring at the TV, bunch of people there talking to you about like cuz no one at the Super Bowl party will want to watch the game. All right? They just want to mingle and chat, and you'll be the the psychopath in the other room with yes. the door locked watching the game, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> I mean, they'll be over at our house, but I'm not going to yeah, associate with anyone. Yeah, I don't know. Teddy, it's just I, I want them to win. If I was being realistic, the Niners are a better football team. They're at home. They basically have, what, two days extra rest, a day and a half? All signs point towards saying Fran winning this game. I guess my hope is the real Brock Purdy is going to stand up in this game and have a couple of just awful interceptions that cost yeah. him the game. I'm with you. Like, that's the one thing. Like, that's the one thing that, you know, especially if it's a tight game and he's starting to feel some pressure to do something and, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to make the play right here, even though – They've done a great job with him, keeping it conservative, keeping you know, trying to take the game out of his hands and not have have to have him make any big throws, trying to avoid third and long at all costs. Um, but like I said, I think that having Brock Purdy at quarterback has actually become a big advantage for them, with how creative they've kind of been forced to get with their offense and and finding unique ways to get the unique easy ways to get the ball into their playmakers hands because Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, um Debo uh drawing a blank on the Debo Samuel. I all you gotta do is give those guys the ball and let them go. And like if you try to do too much, it's just gonna it's just gonna kill you. And that's why I think it's just been such a positive for them. It's made life so much easier on their offense. You don't have to overthink anything. Just distribute the football to the playmakers. Yeah. Well, we're not overthinking it on Kansas City, Jacksonville. We think KC wins quite handily. Um, We're not overthinking it on Philly and New York. I I think Philly wins that game as well. Um, Sounds like you like the Niners. I like the Cowboys. But that Bills-Bengals game, I am overthinking it because, you know, like the, the spread is making me think that my thought on this game is completely wrong. How is Cincinnati a five-and-a-half-point dog in this game? The way that Buffalo's been playing recently, and I know that the Bengals had to have virtually a miracle at the goal line to beat Baltimore, 
But that's a far cry from, you know, Miami playing a third-string quarterback. I just haven't been impressed with Buffalo recently. I like Cincinnati to win this game, but that five-and-a-half line makes me think that I'm dead wrong on this one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is that the uh, – Sunday afternoon Is game. that game Sunday? Yeah, 2 o'clock. Yeah, it's the penultimate game of the weekend. Uh, I think it's going to be – uh, it's good. This is this is game is like what you think of playoff football. Outside, it's not going to be brutally cold, but it's going to be in Buffalo. The weather's supposed to be nice. I think uh, could be wrong on that, but um, I, it's just it's it's going to be a slobber knocker. You got two really good quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be a loud game. Bills fans are crazy. It's just this is this is NFL playoffs. Now, I think Buffalo wins it. But I think Cincinnati covers. I do. I think it's going to be a, a three-point game at most, maybe closer. Yeah. Cincinnati's going to have to figure out a way to protect Joe Burrow. Um, what I think three of their offensive linemen are out for this game. We saw in the Super Bowl last year how Cincinnati's offensive line can be an issue when the Rams just got after them. So, I mean, that's the thing. They can protect Joe Burrow. I think Cincinnati wins. But that's way easier said than done because Bills are pretty good up front. Yeah. Yeah, too bad Von Miller's hurt. You know, um, it would do them a lot of good to have that extra rusher. Um, it's crazy, though, man. These two quarterbacks, Burrow, 4,400 yards, 35 touchdowns. Allen, 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns. Really close to one another in uh, in all categories. I don't know. Going to be a good one. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Our best deals every day good. Like 4000 off 